All right, guys. So we have a game on this podcast now. Um, every time that you hear a bleep, because Will or I, sometimes Pete apparently, um, says a curse word and it gets bleeped out, take a drink. You're not going to get too drunk, but you will get a little bit tipsy. So you maybe might. you might. You might. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Beers on heads. Here we go. Get it from your mama, shout it, shake some. Alright, right, everybody, welcome in to episode 4 of Fears on Heads podcast, and today our friend JJ wanted to do an intro, so go ahead, buddy. Alright, you ready for this, boys? One second. That's not how you do an intro. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right, Justin, cue the music. <laughs> and now, your starting lineup for your Beers on Heads episode four podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> producer. He once looked up to me in high school, and now I can't tie my own shoes without him. He's standing somewhere in between five feet, eight, six feet tall from the University of Central Arkansas, Justin Barry. <laughs> At most, he enjoys long walks on the beach, giving himself shitty f***ing nicknames, and stealing beer from his father, standing probably 5'9 or something. No. The University of Arkansas School of Journalism. He beats Rulier. <laughs> you can call him Big Willie, just don't call him late for dinner. He can be described as a real estate school student of the year, four years running. By way of Springfield, Missouri, in the School of Hard Knocks, William. Howard Sneed the third! You didn't get into yourself. at 5-7 from he's never graduated college, might never graduate college, JJ the Jet Johnson. Three. <laughs> uh, it's debatable. Who knows, man? All right. You know what? You came. You brought the heat. Honestly, I'm super. There's a uh, not a lot to get into this week because hey, sports are dead. But we've like kind of gathered the best um, news cycles and whatever you call them, tabloid stuff of the week, um, and put them all together for you. And today we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna start off with. Uh, I know we just had a crazy. Awesome intro there by JJ, but this one's kind of a bummer. Uh, Love is dead, boys. Not only um, old Calamari and uh, Cuddy, they're they're no more. I guess the quarantine got the best of them. So uh, I know JJ is big fan of these uh, this couple. Uh, what how you feel, man? If they couldn't make it, no one can make it. It this literally broke my heart. I didn't believe it when it popped up on my Twitter feed, and I was like, it took every like ounce of courage for me to even tweet like a retweet it and like quote tweet it just because i literally i don't think love can survive if it doesn't survive between jay cutler and Kristen cava leary yes they were the best couple i've ever seen reality tv or in real life uh cuddy like routinely went to like like he had this thing about like mini mules and Cavalieri just let him have it. Just like, here, honey, here's some, yeah, go get yourself some small mules. And you know what? That's the type of love I want. I want to go home to my future wife one day and be like, honey, I want a small goat or a kangaroo or something. And I don't really care what you say. And then she says yes anyway. And now that I know that that may lead to a divorce, I don't think I ever want to fall in love ever again. So does that make you, like, apprehensive towards, like, love or, like, taking the next step? And she'd oh, be like, absolutely. JJ, like, well, you want to move in? It's been seven years. And you're like, yeah, remember 2020? Like, the Cuddy and, and uh, Calamari, you know? Yeah. You know, no. I, said, uh, I did it. Yeah. That's my first cuss word. Let's go, Pete. Welcome to the club, baby. <laughs> no, no, so you're just going to – are you just going to give up? Like, it's never going to happen for you? I'm hands-off love officially. 
starting today, I am team no love. Hell yeah. What about you, Snead? Did that affect you the same way? Uh, well, the first thing that I want to say is that when, when JJ said um, that, you know, that was that was true love to him when, when Jay Cutler was getting little meals, I, I just, I had, an, I had an image pop up into my mind. I thought, you know. Uh, but so my, my I other question. You can please elaborate the joke. Uh, you're, <laughs> a, you're a, you're a mule. Ass. Uh, no, ever. Oh, mule f-er, of course. Justin's Jeez. having some fun today. Yeah, Justin, Justin's going to have some fun. <laughs> He's feeling under oh, the weather God. today. Uh, <laughs> so my other only question is, you know, and I had this drafted up in a tweet to JJ, and I don't know why this was the one tweet that I decided to never send, but who's going to suck Kristen's milk ducks now? I volunteer. I, don't, I love Cuddy, but if they... Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. She's the reason that you will never, you know, take the next step in any relationship ever, but then you're, like, the first one to volunteer to be here, like, boo thing? Well, word through the grapevine is uh, it's it's Cuddy that, that stepped out on cabs, and I would never do that to her. I would suck her milk duds until the cows came home. Well, think about this, though, man. Like, I've watched a little bit of, like, their little interactions, and it felt like Cuddy was just kind of annoyed by everything she did, like, all, like her shop, everything, her friends. He hated her friends. But I thought it was, like, kind of cute. He's like, ah, that's annoying, but, you know, she's my girl. But, yeah. But do you think it actually just, like, pissed him off, like, every time that he, like, saw her do something stupid? Uh, just, like, kind of ate away at him? Well, I think Jay Cutler never looks like something isn't eating him away. Or he's not eating something away. Yeah. He's just always, like, annoyed. He always looks annoyed. He always looks pissed off. And then there's that classic, uh, you know, the nobody cares Jay Cutler story, right? What's that? Is it the same I'm out Scantron story? It's similar. He was, like, peeing in a Chicago bathroom one time. And, like, this guy, like, walked up to him. He was like, hey, Jay, like, like, huge fan. And Jay had a cigarette in his mouth. And he just tilts his head back and yells, nobody cares <laughs> i know the jay cutler smoking oh wait, no it wasn't nobody it was don't care he said don't care dude i want to be that level of famous and somebody notices me i don't go like really yeah you know me awesome yes like i want to be that. like you'll yeah. get there one day pete don't care thanks man i really appreciate that moving on from this sad sad love topic um i know jj here sent an itinerary it was not very well thought out but he wants to talk a little bit about golf. Um, Tiger and Phil are going to be playing Brady and Manning in a golf match, but I'm guessing that Phil's going to team up with somebody. They're cross-pollinating. Yeah, who's, who's going to be with who? It's going to be Brady and uh, Phil against Peyton and Tiger. Yeah, because Brady and Tiger would be Peyton answered. and Tiger all day. Yeah, Peyton mm, and Tiger. No, I'm going to take lefty. I'm going to take lefty and Tom. All we do is win championships. All Tom Brady does is win championships. You don't think he can win a, a round of golf against Peyton Manning and Tiger Tiger Damn Woods, who's hobbling on his I'm one with you, leg? Pete. I'm with you, Pete. Pete. I'm, I'm taking Tiger and Peyton. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, it's going to come down to, like, they're both professional golfers. They're going to have, like, at least similar scores, probably, Tiger and Phil. It's going to come down to between Peyton and Tom because one of them, they're, like, amateur golfers i know they're probably better than like you or i but like they're still amateur golfers someone's gonna have a crappy day if like peyton's having a crappy day he's had one too many or tom's had one too many beers and like whoever whoever of the amateurs does better is gonna win see no i disagree with that my rationale here is like this is gonna be like kind of like a loose environment it's obviously not like a tournament atmosphere so when i play golf i play better in between beers like Four and eight. That's my prime Man, time. These are these are real functioning members of society. They won't. They stop at like. And two. I'm not. Twos are crazy. No. No, you're not. You're not, and you're not. No, none of you are. You're not that's, real functioning members of society because they, normal offensive. people stop at two. Am I wrong or am I right? I produce things to society. You might produce things to society, but you're not normal. You're not like you might be I, functioning, but you're not regular. I produce bad tweets and illegitimate children. And that's, yeah, sure. You, you, you do contribute that. If we could see if it's positive or negative, that's a different argument. Still but normal people, normal people, like Tiger, look, let's just go to the topic. Tiger, um, Brady, 
Peyton and Phil, unless they win like a Super Bowl, they're not going to consume more than one beer per week. Phil, I think, is a f-ing, a freaking uh, <laughs> uh, booze hound. I think he's going to put him well, down. Well, he looks he looks like it. He does look like it. Um, so yeah. maybe maybe if they do start drinking, you're going to have to bet against Phil. No, um, so I guess. But but overall, we'll go again. I'm going Tiger and Peyton. What do you say, Tom and? I've I, got. I, I've got Tom and uh, Phil. Tom, Tom and Phil, absolutely. You know, you know, you know that Tom Brady's liver is well adjusted from all the Super Bowl championship parties that you had to go. Through. They're not gonna be drinking. Mm. They're not gonna be drinking. You guys are maybe idiots. not Tiger. But. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I need... I... go ahead. No, I just want you to know that no matter like how much you want them to like be like me and you, they're superheroes. They're not gonna be doing it. So me and Justin have something. Do you guys want to put like a friend friendly wager on this or something? Five thousand dollars. That's not a friendly wager. It's friendly for me. But no, dude. Last week you said before you got the Trump check that you had. No, you said after you got the Trump check you had one thousand two hundred thirty-six dollars. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. So I think we're just gonna have to do something else. Hundred bucks. A, a friendly wager to me is like a winner has to buy the loser's dinner at Herman's. I do next podcast yeah. naked. So if you win, you get to do the next podcast naked. Or lose. I don't know. Maybe either one. Maybe I just do <laughs> next week's podcast naked. So if Tiger wins, Tiger and Peyton wins, then you get to keep your clothes on. And if they lose, then you have to get naked. Well, they get naked. You get to get naked. Hey, that seems like a win-win in my Okay, opinion. no, let's do it for real. All right, how about um loser both losers have to wear like a uh swag kelly shirt you can make it homemade since we're in quarantine you think i made a money no just buy a white t-shirt and like you said the five thousand dollars like just get a white t-shirt and write like old miss 10 and then chad kelly on the back you know i think it's next month so we have some time Okay, next month. Is that a deal? Deal. deal? We can come up with a better. I'm gonna come up with a better sure. bet than that, but like we'll say deal for now. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got the perfect title to go with it if I lose. So. Deal okay. for now until we think of something better. Correct. That's a good idea. Um, that's the JJ's uh, uh, art of the deal. All right. So JJ, you gave me this itinerary, and there was three things. Three things, and then one of them was reconfiguring baseball divisions. You're a baseball guy. You probably know more about this than I do, so why don't you explain to the audience what you're talking about? Yeah, so they're actually going to play 100 games this year is, like, the plan right now, and which is fantastic. I thought it'd be, like, 80 Hopefully, something. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah the plan is to play 100 games, and to do that, they're going to, like, configure MLB into three divisions. There's going to be a West, Central, and East, and they're just going to play, like – so it's going to be, like, all the AL and NL Central teams in one division. And you just, like, like hop around city to city, like, throughout that region. And just play 100 like games. That. And it's just boom, 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 boom. That sounds incredible to me. It's the best plan I've heard by far. Um, the Arizona plan was, like, nice in theory, like, when we had no hope. And that was, like, the only thing to cling to. So I was all on board with it just because I didn't know if there was another option. But now that I know, like, this is a legitimate option on the table, I'm all in. I would, I mean, I would absolutely piss myself if that happened. Like a hundred. So you're, yeah, you're basically getting like Rangers, Astros, yes. Mets, Yankees, White Sox, Cubs, like all those great rivalries. Like Cardinals you're getting them are like the same division. Cardinals, Royals are in the same division. Like you're getting all these cross town, cross state rivalries. I think that's excellent for like this for what's going on. I think that's a honestly great idea. I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. So, I, yeah, I'm all like, in, man. I'm all aboard. Choo choo. Apparently, it's, like, very, like, like not – there's calling it, like, fairly likely at this point, but, like, it's the most, like, a plan has progressed since we've started this. Do you think if, like, there's no people in the stands that it's going to be some, like, really wacky, like, camera, like, some, like, very iconic videos, like, clips taken of, like, I don't know – you're not really concentrating all the time, so it's going to be like a bunch of booger picking and, you know, people throwing in fat dips. Like, I remember Prince Fielder, he was about to leave from Milwaukee. It was his very last game. I think they were losing, like, the NLDS or something. And they're showing him, talking about all his accolades. He threw in a fat hammer. Like, do you think we're going to see a lot of that going on? Uh, maybe. I mean, 
now yeah now there's not like 40,000 people to like zone like zone in on and like cut to like in between like at bats yeah there's there's gonna be cameras on the players 24 7 and if it's anything like the NAIA baseball uh scene was then yeah absolutely there's gonna be like it's gonna gonna be worse everywhere (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be worse it's gonna be nobody yeah exactly no, I'm I'm incredibly excited for it. A hundred baseball games, like I said, a hundred baseball games right now sounds heavenly. I don't know how you can fit that in at this point because we've already crossed like the one month part of the season, the so uh, uncalled season. Um, so like it's really like, and they they plan on starting in like mid June. Yeah. So like you're fitting in a hundred games from mid June to like probably late September. That's gonna be tough to do. But I don't care. I just want to grill on my patio and hear baseball. Well, so, yeah, and and the whole idea of there not being fans there is, isn't really a big deal because the SEC network shows like three series at least a year of Mizzou baseball at home. So, I mean, we get to exactly. see baseball without fans all the time. Exactly. Yes, that's that, and that's my point. And I can't wait for the tweets because it's going to happen. Like the Marlins are playing in Miami. And they're like, and someone tweets out like a picture of the stadium. I was like, oh wow, like this is one of the Marlins' most attended games. <laughs> yeah, ha Yeah, that's gonna be. It's gonna be sad though. It's gonna be a little bit sad, but obviously better than that than nothing. Steed, have you ever done in the clubhouse? N- uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <That's my story>. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Y'all ready to play a game? You didn't ask me that same question. Because <laughs> I know the answer. Okay, right. let's, let's play the game. <laughs> yeah, let's move it on. What clubhouse have you been in? There's Obviously, you've never been in a clubhouse, so you wouldn't Central know. Baptist College. <laughs> That's a good one. By the way, we have a guest in here today. The, the dog the- is barking again. Hey, hey, she's been a good girl today. Girl, boy. What's his name? Is Macadoodle? Is a boy? No, it's, no, his name's Mac. He's named after Darren McFadden. I don't know why JJ called him Macadoodle. That's- <laughs> okay. All right, so... I think the score right now in this game is two to one. Swipe right, um, SEC grinder. Uh, we did wide receivers last week. J, JJ took the crown, and um, it's kind of a comeback story because Snead won week one with the quarterbacks, absolutely derailed um, JJ, and then JJ came back, smacked him with the running backs, got him with the uh, wide receivers. We're gonna go over that. Um, I laid after- I, I laid my nuts on the dresser the last two weeks. I dare to beat me, and I just – I refuse to lose at this point. Ever since I got that wake-up call week one, I thought it was going to be a breeze because I made up the game. Justin, again, sorry. Um, I made up the game. I thought week one was going to be a breeze. No, Will came out strong, and now week two and three, I just flopped it out just like that. Sorry, Will. <laughs> head games. He's just trying to play head games. I'm just looking at my looking at my recorder. Smart. <laughs> So, well, the thing is, it's been really lopsided the last couple of weeks because we've put some bad running backs and some bad receivers in there. But the, the tight ends, it's not going to be lopsided. This one's going to be really close because all um, six of these guys, I'm only doing six to the eight because it's tight ends, are all, like, really close in numbers. So it's going to be fun and interesting for Justin and I to try to determine a winner. Um, are you guys ready? You know the rules. Yep, yep, yep. All right. This guy went to Georgia. He had 31 receptions this season, 341 yards, and three touchdowns. Swipe right. I think that's Jeremy Shockey. Um, okay, oh. so that one goes to JJ. All right, those were the worst stats of any of the tight ends. Hell Moving on. yes. <laughs> um, this guy went to Arkansas. Swipe right. We have so many good tight ends. We'll win this round. <laughs> All right, this guy went to Arkansas. Short back. What? God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this guy went to Florida. He had. Dude, come on. I'm not even getting to the stats. Aaron Hernandez. The fastest swipe right in history. That means (laughs) I get the last one, right? No, no, we have two left. We have two two left, and um, you guys both have to get one. This guy went to Texas A&M. He had 48 receptions, 852 yards. Sure. Oh, man. All right, this guy went to Kentucky. Ah, shit. (laughs) 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 
Dude. All right, I said I said that nobody would be the clear winner. Sneed cleaned up, dude. JJ got steamrolled after that huge speech you just gave about him dropping his nuts. Just got absolutely steamrolled. I just so, said that I was oh quiet. I was my play on the field. All right, so now I can actually read the stats and we can, like, digest this a little bit because y'all got a little too crazy. Have a little wine Wednesday here. So, Sneed, you're going to go and, like, try to guess who these guys are, remember? Okay. All right, this first guy went to Arkansas. 51 receptions, 739 uh, re- receiving yards, three touchdowns. Who did you get? Uh, it's either DJ Williams or Chris Gregg. No, it's actually uh, Hunter Henry, 2015 version. Oh, Hunter only had three touchdowns? He only had three touchdowns according to, you know, college football reference, but I think that's correct. Um, and then your next guy also went to Arkansas. He had 61 receptions, 723 receiving yards, and four touchdowns. Is that DJ? That was DJ. But, you know, do you guys remember that he was actually, like, his best statistics season was in 2008? Yeah. So that's DJ Williams, 2008. Um, both really good cats, both from Arkansas, tight end you. Um, the last one that you got, 48 receptions. Um, 852 yards went to Texas A&M, and the best uh, tight end touchdown total, 10. Um, he was there recently. I can't think of a Texas A&M tight end to save my life right now. You got 2018 Jay Sternberger. Okay. So oh, you got good. Hunter Henry, DJ Williams, Jay Sternberger. Three great tight ends. Um, so, JJ, we're going to go over yours and see what you think. Um, this guy went to Florida, 68 receptions, 850 uh, yards. Aaron Hernandez. No, I, I think I know yeah. who it is. Gone forever, Aaron Hernandez, 2009, oh. five touchdowns. Okay, um, so I, I'm winning so far. <laughs> no, actually, Sternberger has the most yards and the most touchdowns. Oh, I don't care. I have Aaron Hernandez. You got Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. He'll beat Sternberger with a sock Dude, full of. Aaron Hernandez is going to be like uh, he's going to be a killer in the NFL when they when he gets when he gets going. All right, Kentucky, 56 receptions, 619 <laughs> yards, and then six touchdowns. I mean, who could this possibly be? Um, <laughs> Jacob Tammy, 2007. Who? Okay. He carved out a nice little NFL career. Yeah, but he, I mean, he went to Kentucky. I don't know. I still have. I 2007 still went to Kentucky. I don't know. 2007. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I two last guy. So far. We'll have this, one, this one is a freaking snooze, dude. Snooze fest. 31 receptions. You wanted him so bad. <laughs> 31 receptions. All right, so not Jeremy Shockey. 41 yards and three touchdowns. Georgia. Early 2000s. Is it Shockey? I think this guy was new in Patriot. It's also. not Shockey? No, man. It's uh, Ben Watson. Shockey didn't even go to Georgia. What the fuck am I talking about? Jeez. Hold on. Okay, so we'll, we'll go right quick. Now, you hold on. We got Steed has Hunter Henry 2015, DJ Williams 2008, and Jay Sternberger 2018. JJ has Aaron Hernandez, gone forever. Um... Ben Watson and Jacob Tammy. Um, Sneed wins in a landslide. Why did I just look at the numbers? Why did I think that Jeremy Shockey went to Georgia? He went to Miami. I thought I thought he did too. You're thinking of DJ Shockey. I'm thinking of DJ Shockley, the black quarterback, as opposed to the white tight end. (laughs) Come on, man, that's rough. That's really bad. Dude, Jeremy Shockey's like the perfect cat to go to like Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not me. Justin's really sick today. Um, he's really under the weather, and he sent me some uh, tight end stuff, and it, he gave me career numbers, and I, I can't blame him because, you know, he's not, not feeling too great. Um, he said he's corona-free, which is good, but um, he did send me some other tight ends, so here's some other options. Um, you got Leonard Pope, Georgia. No, thank you. He was a good tight end. Jared Cook went to South Carolina. Ooh, that would have been like a spicy one. Another good one that people forget is Jason Witten went to Tennessee, Tennessee from 2000 to 2002. Justin clipped that one. Uh, kind of a sad one. <laughs> the sad one. We got Lutzenkirker, too. Lutzenkirker? Lutzen? There's so many Kirk dead Lutzenkirk? SEC tight ends. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you're right. Lutzenkirken, um, maybe? Lutzenkirken. <laughs> another notorious so tight end. Arkansas, of course. I think Arkansas has got the best tight ends in the group. Obviously, it's not a position that many people like look at and be like, can name a bunch of guys since 2000. So maybe there's other schools that have qualms about it. But you got Hunter Henry, DJ Williams, um, Jeremy Sprinkle, uh, CJ O'Grady recently, Chris uh, Gray, 
Chris Gregg. I mean, the Hudson list goes on, on. We'll put Hudson in there. He hasn't done anything yet, but he'll, yeah, he'll get Hudson there. there yet. But Alex Volsky. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to show off now. I just. What, what do you think? You think Arkansas is tied in you? I mean, in the SEC, I don't think you can think of another. Yeah, there's I mean, Iowa. There's Iowa in the Big Ten. Iowa in the Big Ten. Another one that we kind of forgot about was A.J. Derby. Stanford. Oh, yeah, A.J. Derby, of course. Yeah, but can you like can you name like besides George Kittle like who who else from Iowa? Well, let's go to Stanford because I can name a couple. I can't think of one right now. Enlighten me. You know, uh, he was played for the Saints forever. I'm thinking of Cody Parkey. No, I'm, why am I thinking of Cody Parkey? He was a kicker. He's, he's got the long hair. Played with luck in uh, Indy. He was a oh, was, oh 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 yes 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 uh, Colby Fleener. Colby Fleener. Okay, so there's one, maybe. Dude, if you look it up, Stanford's got a lot of people that have like gone out and played the NFL. Like they're like a factory. Here's what happened: as I as I pressed you to give me some names, and you came up with half of one. I came up with Cody Park. <laughs> Cody Park. Double doing. Great, great response. That's all I needed to know. The kicker for I the Eagles. Say, we're like from Arkansas, so I don't know. But I, you just have to you have to say that like they're just a factory that keeps on churning out people. I like the new tight end coach at Arkansas too, John Cooper. I think he's going to do really good things. Yeah, I like Coop. Um, so, we got two to two. We got quite a battle. And like I said, I didn't think that one was going to be so lopsided. But, like, once again, Sneed pretty much picked all the good ones. And you picked all of the, like, What do you mean once ones? again? I mean, come on. I put it on. Once I, again, I have it's two been a weeks in a row. Not for you. Not how for you. Quick, how quick they forget. How quick they I, forget. Uh, well, dude, I'm talking about their landslide victories. Either way. I had two landslides. Yeah, he – you – yes, I know. They're all landslide victories, man. Shit. All right. I know. All right. Mailbag time, bitches. Okay, uh, this week was somewhere in between week two and three. Like, it was good but not great, but we're going to work our way through it. Oh, I love these questions. <laughs> you like them? Yeah, dude. I kind of do. Okay, we'll these see what questions, you got. Have you worked pretty hard on your answers, would you say? I worked hard on one. Okay. Okay. Uh, so question number one from Sean. Sean, loyal listener. Question every week. Love this guy. Hey, Sean. Uh, most underrated hog sports moment. <laughs> William, go. Um, I did it. So I mainly did it because I, I think it's true. Like, most underrated hog sports moment, like, of of our lifetime, like what's underrated. Um, I'm just waiting yeah. for JJ to roll his eyes. In my yeah. opinion, it's the uh, it's the Mike Anderson era. Holy! <laughs> what? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> yeah. Why? So he, let's let's just keep in mind. He took over a program that was uh, 150 and 30 over the nine years that he wasn't there. It was 56 and 88 in the SEC. 56 and 88. And he turned that into uh, 169 and 102 and 78 and 64 over, over an eight-year career. He had more – he had almost – he had 22 more conference wins and less – and a year less than Pelfrey and Stanley. Uh Look, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been fired. All I'm saying is that, you know, he stabilized the program. Well, and uh, that's all I got to say. Well, that was certain. Okay, Pete, I'm going to get to your answer next. Pete and I talked about this answer, like, when you were away, and I was going to say the firing of Mike Anderson. <laughs> That was so gold yeah. that he came in with it. Oh. That was perfect. Look at his face, dude. Fantastic. He's so mad. <laughs> I'm not mad at all. Okay. All right. Holy shit. Okay, Pete, what's your answer? Um, I, well, that was definitely an answer, um, Steve. My, I'm going to go with uh, the Colorado State win last year. Amen. I think it was really good for those seniors to uh, get the opportunity to get a win. Um, club done. Yeah, to enter Club Dub, um, you know, get to experience a win, go off to Dixon with a with a win under their belt, um, you know, and you got all these great moments, Club Dub, Chad Morris, 
cranking it, like Soldier Boy in it. Um, I think that's my my most underrated moment. But what about you? Uh, my most underrated moment was storming the field against LSU after we had lost 17 straight SEC games. That was such a beautiful moment. I don't think we appreciate that enough because we don't get to storm anything anymore. Anything. Basketball. I mean, you can't really storm in baseball. Well, we, you could, but, I mean, you get around. We should never storm in basketball. That's a different subject for a different time. Oh, I, I'd say number two, wait though. a second. What did you say, Will? I just said we should never storm the court in basketball, but that's a different Bad subject take. different time. Bad take. I mean, number two is fire Mike Anderson, though, right? Number two is fire Mike Anderson, correct. Yeah, no, it, that they brought us the greatest treasure this sport has ever seen, and that or this state has ever seen. Sorry, also this sport, uh, sport of basketball, sport of basketball in general. Thank you, God. Uh, <laughs> all right, so my friend Sean from Notre Dame, he wants to know how much uh, or how many points Notre Dame beats us by in September. Will, oh, are they? Wait, when did Notre Dame get in the Arkansas. SEC? What do you mean? I mean, SEC non-SEC teams don't beat SEC teams, and you know Ooh. anymore, anymore. Oh, so, uh, Hogs, uh, Hogs twenty-eight, Irish twenty-four. Jesus f-ing Christ! <gasps> oh well, you're on fire today. I'm glad you thought of these questions and debates. I'm uh, I'm gonna say that Arkansas loses to Notre Dame by twenty-one points. And here's the thing: it's just Brian Kelly's got something going at Notre Dame. He's been there a while. It's gonna be the what second game of the season. Arkansas's got new coaching staff coming in. Um, you know, I, and I think that Sam Pittman's going to be competitive more than Chad Morris was. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see Arkansas coming in after what's going to be a weird, like who knows what's going to happen off season, and then be able to compete with something that's been built at Notre Dame. So I, I'm going to go with 21 points. Justin, I want you to clip this because I'm going to tell you exactly how this game unfolds. At halftime, we're going to be down by. 10 and we're going to think we have a chance and we're going to lose by 31 that's just what's going to happen we have no preparation like what we have been dealt such a bad hand with this whole deal and we have to go to south bend like is that his first or second game is the second right i think it's his third actually his third so i think it's his second it's like a second second. yeah yeah yeah. so we have to go into south bend game it's not going to end well, and we're we're going to fight hard. I, I'm not. This is not like Chad Morris, where we roll over and lose by 50, because that happened a few times, way yes. more times than it should have. This is not one of those instances. Auburn, Mississippi those... State. Ugh. Oh, that was one of the worst games I've ever watched, man. Mm-hmm. But like, we're not going to go to Notre Dame and just like lay an egg from start to finish. We're going to like fight for a half, and we're going to be down maybe seven points, seven to ten points, somewhere in there. We're going to show some fight. We're going to like actually play football. And then like in the fourth quarter, it's going to run away from us. There's going to be probably like a pick in like our own territory, and Notre Dame either runs it back or scores next play. Like It's, it's going to be like, I don't know, 42 to 14, somewhere in there. Dude, okay. Hey, wait, nobody, Paul! I'm just telling – I mean, they ain't play nobody, but we ain't beat nobody. Man, can I just get this off my chest right quick? Yeah. All right. So, dude, I feel really bad right now. Like, we came into this, JJ and I did. I'm just coming clean. And we were going to say that every answer that you said we're just going to completely shit on. All right, here's the deal, man. Like, I know how much – that Mike Anderson means to you. And I really saw, like, <laughs> beneath your eyes how much it was hurting you for us to just, like, laugh hysterically at your answer. I'll say this. I thought it was a great answer to the question because the Mike Anderson era truly is underrated. He brought the program back to relevancy. He did great things. Good answer. I'm sorry. I'm on the same really sorry. Honest to God, it, it really didn't hurt me that much. I... I I do believe that. I brought it up really despite JJ. My answer was going to be Petrino winning in November. But you brought, I actually, so, so well, everyone's having see. a little handsy game Yeah, here. Yeah, I, let's all tug each other real quick. Will, yeah. I really thought that was a decent answer. Uh, Pelfrey left, us, left him a mess. He cleaned it up. He got it stable. 
It's not a bad answer whatsoever. But it was funny that like you were like, it was I, I told Pete, I literally told Pete in the break, I was like, no matter what Will says, I'm gonna say the firing of Mike Anderson was the most underrated moment. And then I tossed to you and he said, The hiring of Mike Anderson. <laughs> it was so brilliant. But good answer, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not okay. gonna crap on your answers anymore, I promise. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. We have like two questions left. Um let's go with uh how do you expect Hogsports in general to fare in the next couple of years? Will. What do we mean by a couple? I mean, just the like next... break down football, basketball. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Um, so like, the next 10, I mean, it's going to take football a while to get back there. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it's out of the question to say that we'll be back to where we're getting to a bowl game every year in three to four years. Um, Baseball, you know, is always going to be baseball. Van Horn recruits at a level that's no other coach on this campus could possibly think about recruiting at. No offense to Sam Pittman. He's a great recruiter. It's just a Never whole different animal. Well, it's just a whole different It's a little tougher job. <laughs> it's yeah. a whole different animal. And uh, basketball, you know, uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, not to not – to, pile on to my earlier answer but you know I, I i think mike came in and kind of laid the foundation got things stable and i think i think Mus is going to take it off so uh i don't i don't know if that means final four or anything in the next decade but i i definitely think you'll see us regularly a top 25 team and and have a couple second weekend appearances so football is hard to tell i think that they're definitely going to be better than they have been during this mike anderson era and the end of the bielma area um, it's just the SEC is so tough that it can spit you out or chew you up and spit you out if you're a new head coach in the league. So he's going to have to really, like, you know, um, motivate the team in different ways because he's not going to have the talent that these other teams are going to have. He's going to have to do it and build it from the offensive line out. The next couple of years of football, they're going to be tough. But if you're a true fan and you stuck with them for a long time, you're going to see a difference, I feel like. Um, moving to baseball. I think next season you're going to be pretty good. You're losing Heston Kerstad, Casey Martin. Um, that's about it. But here's the thing that's interesting about it. Who knows how many rounds they're going to do in the MLB draft. So say that they only do 10 rounds. Who knows if Zebulon Vermillion is going to be in those 10 rounds. Um, you get Zebulon Vermillion back for another year. You got all of your pitching Ooh, back. So, I have some spicy so info next about year. that. Well, I, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say, but Opitz may not be good. Don't be break. This isn't a breaking news podcast. Okay, so I think you say you got a bunch of those guys back. That's uh, you got a really good chance to compete next season. And like you said, recruiting, they're gonna reload, and there's gonna be some freshmen in there. Um, basketball, I agree. I think um, Eric Musselman's gonna take it off. I feel like with the uh, recruiting class that he got this season, number six in the nation. Um, say you get Isaiah Joe back. Uh, then I think next year you might be an Elite Eight team. Like, ridiculous, I know it sounds, but, like, you might be an Elite Eight team next year. He's going to bring in grad transfers, so you're going to compete every season. Um, did I just cover it? Yeah, I covered it. Yep, good job, Pete. Oh, that was excellent. Okay, football. We're going to go to three bowl games in the next ten years. I just want you to strap in and realize that. Three bowl games, ten two years. Two years, man. What? He said two years. couple. Oh, in two years, we're going to zero bowl games. Probably. I mean, it. I like Pitt. We've talked about this. I just I can't see it. I don't see it with anyone right now. I show me first, and then I'll start to buy in. But I just don't have any sort of optimistic. I mean, I don't care. I really Is it don't. Going to be We're better not, than Chad Morris. Uh, it's going to be better because it can't be worse. It can get worse. <laughs> no, it what? can't. No, lose no, one it, less game. No, no, no. You. It cannot get worse. It cannot. Get it worse. really can't. No, Will, this it really can't. can't. No, no, I understand that it it, it, it can't, but it, I mean, I'm just saying. Technically. It quite literally cannot get any worse than it has. You lose to San Jose State at home, quite literally cannot get any worse. So it, yeah. that's my take. If you want my long-term outlook, I think in the next five years, our ceiling is six wins. That'd be great. That'd be That'd great. Be fantastic. Yeah. I think in year five, we may be able to get to six. You have uh, to. I'll you stooped. It's crazy. Yeah. In uh, basketball, I kind of see Muss turning us into like a Maryland tier of like, we will listen to me now. You make sour faces. I want you to think about this for a second. Maryland is going to be a two seed this year. No, that's not true. 
was it? I don't. I forget. Everything's Maryland. Very Maryland. Okay. Clogged in my head, but um, Maryland's like a perennial top twenty-five team now. Mm? They are Turgeon. Like he doesn't. I'm not saying like the way Turgeon does it will be the same as the way Musk does it. I think Musk is gonna like like Turgeon recruits like well, surprisingly well, and then underdevelop and then underachieves. Muscleman, he did get the number five class. Six. I don't know, man. I, yes. Oh, well, ESPN said five, so I'm gonna stick with that. No, we don't. Yes. We don't know about ESPN rankings here. No doubt. Oh, oh sorry. Twenty-four-seven. What does twenty-four-seven have set to Pete? Six. 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 Okay. Well, six. if you go by ESPN, you're a simp. Absolutely. I'm always a simp for any <laughs> situation. That's. Are you done with this yes answer? Because I, I take pick a better school, not Maryland. What do you want me to Maryland. say? Like uh, uh, UVA. What? UVA. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not going to get to UVA. Are you kidding me? Like, uh... In the next few years? I just throw on schools out there. Maryland, I just... They're not consistent. Kentucky? No. Oh, my God. You're putting UVA and Kentucky in the same category? West Virginia. Wisconsin. The two... There's a tier. There's going to be this tier. Wisconsin. The, West Virginia's a good one, too. West Virginia, Wisconsin. Somewhere in there. Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky. UNC and Duke than everyone else. There's a second tier of about 10 schools, and Arkansas is going to be in that tier. I, I agree with that. Okay, so I would put it like that. No, Maryland's not in that tier, though. Maryland's not in that tier. Baylor. Baylor. How about Baylor? How about Baylor? I think that's a better comparison than I think Baylor may have a higher ceiling right now than what I see must in the next, like, three, four years. Because, I, I, I mean, Baylor was a bona fide one seed. I don't think Muss is going to get there with us in the next five years. I do see us being like a West Virginia where, like, Huggy Bear gets them to, like, a 2-3 seed and then plays their way into the Elite Eight. I just don't see us as, like, a bona fide one seed that goes as a cakewalk, trademark, Razorback baseball, to the Final Four. Yeah, but you knew damn good and well that Baylor I, – I, I'm talking more tournament success. You knew damn okay, good then, yeah. Baylor was going to go, like – they they might have been a one seed, but they were going to go out in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I, okay. I've I've said Virginia, you've crapped on it. All right. I'm not saying that Arkansas is going to win the national championship, but they could. I'm just saying, man, like the you way don't do that. What do you mean you don't do that? You don't put Arkansas like to where Virginia could be because I really no. I say we don't do that. Arkansas does not win championships. Listen though. Okay, so Tony Bennett has to compete against. Um, the Dukes and like Louisville and like all these like top tier teams every every season, but like he's never gonna be UNC or Duke. Arkansas is never gonna be Kentucky, but they can be that second little option in the SEC. There's a there's a spot open for Arkansas to be competitive every single year in the SEC, compete for SEC championships every two or three years, and then like you know make their way into the Sweet Sixteen or and maybe possibly do something in the tournament eventually. Well, and that's what we always were under Nolan. I mean, that's what got us in the SEC, quite frankly, in my opinion. Here's the deal. Success for the, with the basketball program. We're going to be like Auburn. We're, we'll sneak into Final Four, and we're going to have good success. I mean, that's what it's going to be. We're not going to be a blue blood. We're just going to – I mean, we're going to be in Auburn. Yeah, I just think Musk has this special ability to recruit that, like, no one has ever had in Arkansas. And it's his NBA connections. And he's going to get, like, these kids that are wanting to go to the G League, he's going to get one of them to come to Arkansas and be like, hey, this is going to be a better option than the G League. Because, like, I'm Eric Musselman, and I've coached. I've been the head coach at the NBA level. All my connections are at the NBA level. Hey, you want Earl Boykins? Remember him from, like, NBA 2K, like, 25, 2005? The little short guy? Way he's before on my staff that. Too. You know Clay Moser? You know who LeBron James is? Do you know who Michael Jordan is? We've got people that have coached him and played with them on my staff. He's going to get one of these kids to come in, and it's going to be like, I don't know, it's going to change the program. I really feel like things are looking up for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Not just looking up, not Maryland, like going to fly past Maryland, who has no consistency at all. It's going to be consistent, and yeah, it's going to be good. good program. They're decent. They're not consistent. Like They, they might have been good this season. I don't know. Okay, don't I'm sorry, that's, that's kind of an insult. I'm, I'm sorry that saying the name Maryland like sparks so much of a debate here, but I mean, I thought I thought that was like a good answer. Like Maryland's that's a like nice the, level. Maryland's at the bottom of the ACC. That's not f-ing true. Maryland's that's not in the Syracuse. ACC anymore. Maryland's in the Big Ten. Shit. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> okay. That sucks. <laughs> Baseball. I'm glad we finally got to this. We're going to win two national titles in the next five years. 
we are going to do it. We're going to get over the hump, and then we're going to repeat. I feel it in my bones. I went to Omaha too many times to not win it. Oh, that's, I, there's no reason for me to disagree with that. But, I, I mean, who's... It's a lot to ask for for a Razorback fan. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, but two, <laughs> They could definitely win one in the next five years. There's no reason to say no. I think we're going to win two. I think if – here's the thing. I think we win zero or we win two. I think if we win one, the second's going to follow the next year. Does that make sense? Well, I'm sorry. Is that No, dumb? it makes no sense to – it makes no sense to somebody that we, – we've all grown up in Arkansas. We know how this story ends. Are we going to go back to back or we don't win it all? I think they could win it all for sure. Like there's a hundred really good. Sh- I don't know why did you say that? It's stupid. I'm just don't, saying you're just getting greedy. You get that momentum. <laughs> you get that momentum. Here's what about the, the momentum of being the national runner-up and like? Here's how my brain works. Okay, I covered all my bases right there because if we go back to back, I look like a Nostradamus. If we win no titles, I'd be like, oh, like I told you, like either we win zero or we win two. And then if we win one, everyone's so happy that no one cares that I was wrong. Yeah, but you also so No one cares into, if you're right or wrong anyway. You also painted yourself oh, into that, a corner. Yeah, <laughs> you also painted yourself into a corner by saying back-to-back. If you would have said we'll, we'll win two in the next five, I could have maybe possibly seen it. That's but, true. I That's that's one of those things where I put my nuts on the dresser a little bit. Okay. Um, I think... Do y'all want to go one more question? Because there's one little fun one if you want yeah, to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, um, so, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck, it can fly, or 100 duck-sized horses? One horse-sized we duck. We get a baseball bat, too. You get a baseball bat. You have one of these. Okay, I want the one horse-sized duck, because horses, like, dude, they get they can kick like a mother <laughs> So, like, yeah, if you get 100 like, of those... Uh, I'm off the rails today, baby. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight the ducks as horse because ducks, all they can do is use their face. Bah. And what's it gonna do? Like fly? What is that intimidating? Oh, you are ducks going duck size horses. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going the horse sized duck. I'm gonna fight that instead oh. of a hundred. Oh no. Yeah, no. no, that's not the right. Dude, you take that's the baseball bat and you bash all those little, little horses. Dude, a hundred yeah, of them. Yes, if they're, if they're the size of a duck. Y'all are screwed up because of quarantine. When's the last time you've seen 100 people? That's a lot of freaking, that's a big number. I played Wii Tennis for two hours today. I played Wii Tennis for two hours today. I probably took a good, like, thousand swings. Uh, what's 100 swings to me? Nothing. I could take a baseball bat and knock out every single duck. Do you see this right I, here? Do you see this here? This is, all right, hold up, hold up. This is this is you swinging a little bat. All right, here's a little duck. It just ducks up and then like turns around and then just kicks you right in the shin and that hurts, dude. Oh yeah, wow, I, I, it's like a, a little. Sport. What am I gonna do? A, a horse-sized duck? Yeah, what's like, it gonna do? That's that's the point. Ducks a horse-sized duck would with its beak. It would literally go down and impale my skull. You're dumb. Keep this up. They don't, they don't <laughs> have. They don't have like. Sharp beaks. They have the. Imagine how big a f-ing duck's bill is, and then amplify that. Yeah, but it's soft. It's like this. It's like it's like. It's not a soft. Bird, like it's soft. A duck's <laughs> yeah, bill is not soft whatsoever. What yes, is it? it is, dude. No, the not. inside of its mouth is. The inside of its mouth is just. At like, what ah. point is the inside of the duck's mouth ever going to get near you? Because you're the one that said that it's gonna like get on top of you and like impale your face. I never face. said impale. I said hit. I said impale. I said his bill was going to impale me. His bill. His bill. The outside of his mouth was going to kill me. But how else is he gonna kill you besides his mouth? That's it. That's all he's got. And he could do that quite well. You could break a duck's leg like easy. You could break a horse or a duck-sized horse's leg easy. You could you could break with a duck-sized horse's skull easily with easy. a with the bat. That's a bad answer, Pete. Ducks, we'll go. Ducks can be damn mean. I'm not gonna do one. Have you seen those videos? You'd, so you're basically saying that you'd rather take a duck over a horse. You'd rather fight a duck than a horse. Not what the question is, Pete. Yeah, that's what you're making it out to be like. No, 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 no. I'm saying 
Also, like, who says that all of the all of the horse sized ducks? Did I get that right? No, it's just yeah. one horse sized duck. No, who says all of the duck-sized horses <laughs> yes. have to be coming one at a time? What <laughs> you've got a baseball bat, you can take more than one out at a time. You don't have to have a hundred swings. That's true. Yeah. You could take out two or three in one good half. Dude, oh, but they're yeah. a strong duck, bro. It's like who a said strong, strong ass duck. duck. Because they're horses. Yeah, but if you take a yeah, baseball bat, they're not with, ducks. Like, something a duck size, it's probably gonna at least incapacitate it for a while. After three years, they put down horse races, or horse, horse racing horses. <laughs> they have no life expectancy whatsoever. I like, might change my answer. Yeah, you're not hitting them in the face with, uh, they're dying because of natural causes, not you. Yeah, but they're weak. They're mentally weak. They don't care. What? What? Oh, bro. Horses are smart. No, I do think horses are smart. I just don't think they're mean. I think ducks can be mean. I'd have bad with a duck. Ducks can absolutely be mean. Have you ever fed them bread? Have you never had a bad run-in with a duck? I've had a, what is a, I've had a lot of bad run-ins. We're not talking about basically the same family as ducks. You versus that big of a duck, like that bat's not going to do anything to that big. It's of not going to do a damn thing. Bleep that. I had a. I I was at a bar once with a duck. Left me with its bill. <laughs> Corona check. Will I don't, know, I don't know if they I don't know if they heard that joke, but I did. Justin, show yourself. I'm never having you back on this podcast ever again for that <laughs> one. That was so bad. Yeah, I think they just ruined equal. this podcast. We own equal shares. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Pete, All right. vote with me. <laughs> well, that was a hell of a show, boys. Thank you for uh, joining us. I can't wait for uh, episode five. Who knows what we're going to talk about next? You never know. It's a wild card. Cheers, boys. Well, episode five lady. next week. Let's go! Wine for our ladies, listeners. We love our ladies. Roll up an L, roll up another L. Saturday night, fever in the fingernails. 